The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. Welcome to Toden's Media Layer Sandwich. I'm Toden, and if someone shared this to you, so you're trying to figure out where to watch the next episode, or to watch the video version, or to know that there is an audio version, you can find both on Toden.com, MediaLitterSandwich.com, Spotify, YouTube. I just posted a whole episode on Facebook because I want to see if I could actually do it. So it's all over the place, uh, you know, most podcast apps. And if you want to be the first person to listen to and maybe get uncut stuff, go over to the Patreon and you can do that. And you also can help contribute towards other film projects and stuff like that. If you want to be the second person to listen to it, you can go over to dvradio.net every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm in there in the chat room. Uh, <laughs> and my guest tonight has a glorious beard. So if you can't check out the video version, go ahead and check out the video version on YouTube. And if you like that better, follow it, subscribe, or just follow whatever version you want to follow. That, that, that's cool. Um, <laughs> And this guy knows multiple platforms. Please introduce yourself. Let me know what you do. Uh, well, my name is Brandon O'Brien. I am a uh, small business owner, Marine Corps veteran. Uh, I do wood turning. Um, more specifically, I specialize in custom-made wood rings. Um, although from time to time, you'll find me making some oddball stuff like biscuit cutters and rolling pins and uh, bowls and whatnot, but yeah, uh, custom rings is, is my, uh, my forte. Um, I'm all over the place. Like you were saying, you know, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, heck I'm, I'm even on TikTok. Um, <laughs> so wherever, you know, it's all, you know, my little business is called handmade by Brandon. And, um, along with that, I do a lot of work with, uh, disgruntled vets. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have the head guy chappy here in town with me. So, Wow. We do quite a bit together, and um, yeah, we you know support vets and and raise money for different causes, and it's just it's great, you know. It's it's nice to be a part of the veteran community like that. And uh, um, what some of the charities does a disgruntled uh, do? Oh man, um, you, you know one of them. I, I because if yeah. you don't plug it, I have to plug it. Yep, it's uh, DV Farm, and your blue, your green screen is messing with you. Yeah, uh, that's all right. I guess I can't. Uh, I guess I can't plug it in by video like that right now. Right. That's um, fine. Yeah. So we uh, we raise a lot. Well, we we try to raise a lot of money for the DV Farm. Um, we also work a lot with Vet Catch out of Florida, uh, Twenty Two Until None, which is a national organization. But we uh, we do participate, you know, and, and help out locally as much as possible. Um, you know, really, we just want to help vets get back in the right frame of mind, you know, whether it's, you know, preventing the homelessness, you know, preventing suicide, helping with PTSD and the other myriad freaking mental problems that we end up with over the years. But, uh, 
yeah, we uh, we do quite a bit. It's great. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it. And I know a lot of people don't like to uh, uh, shop Amazon, but those that do or those that feel like they're forced to, you smile.amazon, no cost to you. A little bit goes to a charity of of your choice. And because I'm on DV Radio, I'll go ahead and shout out DV Farm. (laughs) That's the charity of my choice. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's doing amazing things. Oh, absolutely. He's he hasn't been on a, a barracks talk in a while though, but yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been on the on the radio program in a bit, but I know he he's busy all over the place. Yeah, I don't think he knows how to slow down. <laughs> so how'd you start making rings? Because so, I've noticed I'm looking through your stuff, I, I just see all sorts of different rings. Like that's your major thing, right? It is. Um well I, I started out wood turning because while well, I was watching YouTube videos and it was relaxing to watch. And um, I figured, well, if, if it's relaxing to watch, let me try it. So I bought a lathe and I started turning and I found out real quick that wood turning got me out of my head and helped me focus on, on something productive and, you know, enjoyable to do. Well, I've, I've always liked making jewelry and I've, saw a video about making rings and that's kind of when the addiction started but uh, yeah it's it's nice being able to to do the rings Um, I do a lot of engagement bands and and things like that and um, it's fun to put a story behind it you know I've, I've done rings that people have sent me wood from trees that they cut down in the first house that they bought together um you know, I'm getting ready to do a set of rings that's going to have sand from the beach where the couple um, got engaged. So um, I like having the story behind them. Um, you know, you saw on, on my web page, you know, I've got my, my Marine Corps ring. You know, part of that ring, the center band of it is actually sand from Iwo Jima. And... Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you're not just going to put up on a wall. You know, you're going to, you're going to wear it around town. It's going to mean something to you. Um, it's just, you know, it's a neat part of somebody's life to be a part of. Yeah. It's very personal. It is. Man. How do you communicate with your clients when you're doing such a personal thing? And, and how do you make that into a dollar amount? <laughs> So, um, I spend a lot of time chatting with people, whether it's, you know, via Facebook messenger or, um, you know, if we're getting super crazy, uh, via phone or, you know, video chats and, you know, I'll kick designs around and, and all that. Um, but as far as a dollar amount goes, it's a simple formula. I don't, I don't charge for the consultation part of it. So, I mean, there's been times where I spent more time designing than I've actually spent making the ring, but you know, it's materials, time, um, profit, you know, simple business formula. So if I was to charge for, you know, the design time and consultation time, it'd get stupid. So I don't do that. I try to keep my stuff affordable for people. So, Oh man. And you do this full time. If you don't, you have to, don't have to tell me what your day job is if you don't do it full time. No, 
Oh, I don't do it full time. Um, I was for a little while, but it wasn't consistent enough to keep the bills paid. So I did pick up a part-time job, but, um, but yeah, it, um, for the most part keeps me afloat, which is great. So it started off as like, uh, um, therapeutic, um, wood turning and just turned into a very personal thing you, you have with your clients. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they would see it as personal. You might just yeah. see it as work. Oh yeah, some sand. Yeah, I'll sprinkle this in here and a little bit. That's of the nice thing about this is it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. You know, it um, it is. It's still very personal for me. You know, people have sent me ashes of their dogs, so they you know cremated remains. So they'll send them to me and they'll tell me stories about their dogs that they send. And I'll inlay it into a ring. And, you know, it's, I get to become part of their life by them sharing it with me. So, you know, it's, it, it's neat that it's not, it's not work because I'm doing something for what really most of my clients become friends in one way or another. Like, is that what, that's not what you set out to do, I'm assuming. No, not even a little bit. I hate people for the most part. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, it, it pulled me outside of my comfort zone and it forced me to, you know, interact more with people. And, you know, it's, it's helped me in that regard too. So, you know, because I was pretty much a hermit for years mm-hmm. and years. And uh, it has, it's, it's pulled me out of, of a huge funk and, uh, and got me moving in the right direction. So. Now in the Marine Corps, you said you're a combat photographer. Yes. So how do you go from like, did you try to keep up photography or videography or any of that stuff uh, once you got out? Yeah, I did. Um, I spent eight years as a photographer. Um, and when I got out, I thought I was going to have jobs lined up left and right. But uh, <laughs> it never works out like that. At least, it at least never it does. Never. Um, you got the job I wanted. I, I, I couldn't get into that. So I got into uh, the warehouse. And oh, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You're overqualified for this. <laughs> right. Well, and that was it. I was either overqualified or I didn't know the right people to shake the right hands to get the job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I did some freelance stuff for a while. Um, at the time I was living in Northern Virginia. So I did a lot of uh, freelance stuff for congressional balls and, you know, basically prom photos for um, like inaugural stuff. Um, and then sports team photography. And, uh, then, uh, like most photographers and videographers that get out of the military, I did wedding photography for a while and, uh, got tired of the bridezilla stuff. So I just said, screw it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've always still- said with, with video, you know, after that by training with videographer, Mm-hmm. And uh, I always said I, I'd do funerals before I, I do weddings full time. And I almost okay. got close to funerals are an interesting gig. I never actually, I said that jokingly. I didn't know people ever, that was an actual thing. 
Uh, I've told those stories on the show before. I'm going to say it is an actual thing. And uh, yeah, I'd rather do those than, than weddings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done a couple couple funerals. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the the majors that I worked with out of the Pentagon, his, his father passed and was buried in Arlington. So I was... Um, I was lucky enough to, to take photos of that. And uh, man, I'll tell you, there's nothing like a military funeral in Arlington Cemetery. It was, it was kind of, uh, kind of wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, not only do, how do you do this live? You have a YouTube channel and I do it live on YouTube or Facebook, but you um, brings it live. So most of the time I, uh, I, I go live on Facebook. Okay. Uh, I've got what three cameras right now set up and I use OBS studio. And, uh, you know, that's, I basically, you know, joke around with people and, you know, get ideas from the crowd. And, um, there's plenty of times where I'll get on without a plan and I'll say, Hey guys, what am I making tonight? Um, I actually went live on uh, April 20th and they convinced me to make a pipe. So, <laughs> so I real quick turned pipe and, uh, you know, we just have fun with it. Nice. That's cool. Now I want a pipe. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know that it's actually usable. It was made out of walnut wood and okay. the intended purpose burns a little hotter than what that should be used for. But hey, it got made. If anything, when uh, when you're talking to somebody or like if you have a daughter and she brings a date, you, you have a nice prop you can hold in your hand. Like, really? Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just a little stubby thing. <laughs> but no, I've got plenty of fun stuff for, you know, for all that. I've got a shop full of power tools. So <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, how do you, okay, so I used to do, like, the whole three, four camera shoot and stuff. How do you do that, like, and participate in the live audience? Do you have the help while you're doing this, or is just all oh, you? It's all me. Um, I've got my keyboard set up next to my lathe. I'm actually sitting on my lathe right now. Uh, but I've got my keyboard set up with hotkeys. And okay. um, as I'm describing what I'm doing, I'll hit the hotkey that shows the best angle to illustrate you know what i'm talking about and then um just start turning him i should start doing that versus me just re-watching the entire show on another day right <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's a good way to, to drive yourself nuts it but really it's perfectly don't. okay yeah i that's one of the reasons why i don't do a whole lot with youtube mm-hmm. is when i edit my youtube videos i end up watching myself 15 20 25 times to get it edited down and I get so tired of hearing myself talk that I'm just like, you know what? No, I'm done. And uh, so I'm, I'm starting to do more lives on YouTube for that reason. So, so you have a lot of Marine Corps stuff in your background. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned a certain photo. Uh, you you want to talk about that for a minute? Which photo was that? Oh, you said the colors. Oh, the colors. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I was a photographer. Um, the last couple of years that I was in, I worked for General Hagen as his photographer. And um, when I left, he presented me with this flag and 
little plaque. It says presented by General Hagee, 33rd Commandant of the Marine Corps. Um, so that lives in my shop with me. That's pretty cool. And it's crooked now, so I'll fix that later. But um, Man, you got a plaque, man. All I got was a shoe print on my butt. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I must have done something right because he gave me that, and when I left the thirteenth mu, they gave me the K bar. What? Um, yeah, I never, I never got a farewell plaque or anything. Like I knew, like I knew so many people got farewell plaques. I didn't get nothing. So you have your shop and you have the Etsy shop. You yeah. actually, it seems like you don't have any prices on your own website, but you have the prices in the, on Etsy. What? So. You, I, they changed the tax laws oh, not too long ago for online shopping. And what I, I just pulled everything off of my website. I, I do everything through Etsy now. Okay. Um, as far as, you know, like the pre-made stuff, uh, the custom stuff, I, I send out an invoice and, and do that. But um, most of the time I, I go through Etsy because of the tax laws. It's too much to keep track of, you know, because if I, if I was to sell you something where you are, I would have to pay state and local taxes to your to your area. Well, there's paperwork involved in that. Etsy handles that. Um, so, you know, like the, the few designs that I've got up on Etsy, those, I let Etsy deal with that. And the customs, stuff, you know, I'll, I'll deal with that from time to time. So it's not as much workload. Yeah, it makes sense. That way, that way you you have a streamlined kind of thing going on. Yeah, it's less garbage to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I just heard someone complain how Etsy upped all their prices, but that explains it. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's stick to the fun stuff. Tell me something right. fun. <laughs> Whoa, where's a fun area we can bring this to? Um, I don't know. But yeah, I um, I'm trying to think. Well, I know yeah. you got some disgruntled rings on your uh, on your website. I do actually. I I'm wearing one. Um, it's uh, it's a reminder. Shot this. The, they're they're beautiful. Thanks. They. So Chappie and I, we we had quite a few meetings at uh, our favorite veteran-owned brewery, and um, you know he wanted to do a disgruntled ring. And we kicked it around for a couple of weeks and then we, we started talking, well, it, it shouldn't be just disgruntled. It should have some meaning behind it. And, um, you know, the biggest thing that veterans are, are faced with, well, I shouldn't say the biggest thing, but veteran suicide is a huge, huge problem. Mm-hmm. And um, so we designed the, disgruntled ring to be a reminder that you've got a community behind you um and you should lean on them before you consider suicide um it's also for those that know it's it's a sign that if somebody's wearing this they got your back you can go to them with whatever problem that you you've got and they'll sit and listen and do everything they can to talk you through and help you through that tough time um we specifically designed it with the intention of wearing it on the trigger finger for that reason. So, um, yeah, that's, <laughs> there's a whole lot of meaning behind that. Everything from, you know, from all that I just said to the wood that we use, it's, um, actually harvested and milled by a veteran, um, 
Virginia, RST Woodworks. And um, the only thing that isn't veteran made is the the black ceramic band itself. So yeah, we, we try to keep the veteran community going with this one as much as we can. Okay, I gotta ask this question just because I, I, I don't turn, so I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, dude, your beard, that's gotta be a hazard of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while, I, well, I shouldn't say it, I get that coming a lot. Um, the thing about turning, you're not hugging your lathe. So I'm, I'm standing back at arm's distance when I'm turning. And I mean, my beard's long, but it's not quite that long. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Plus I'm usually wearing a face shield and that keeps it pinned to my chest. So makes sense. I'm not getting pulled into my lathe. I like my face where it is. <laughs> I mean, I worry. I mean, I don't have this long hair anymore, but I used to worry about my long hair when I'd be uh, 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 doing different types of work, especially if I'm crawling around uh, um, around different racks and stuff like that, and get all sorts of stuff shut. I can't even wear a wired uh, head, you know, can't wear he wired headphones without right. wire being yanked out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty conscious of where my beard is at all times when I'm working with power tools. Mm -hmm. it's uh it's not fun to to have it pulled in that manner no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so what year uh mind if i ask which years you're in i was in from 97 to 2005 oh wow so you 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 thought about going career <laughs> um for a minute yeah and um you know it's in for eight years and really i <laughs> they got me because what happened was after during my first enlistment they dangled this carrot and uh that carrot was uh, a specialty military photojournalism course at uh at syracuse university and uh but were you a different mos then or no no i started out as a photographer okay um but uh Apparently, I impressed the right people, and they said, hey, you need to do this. So I put my packet in, and they shipped me out to Syracuse after I got back from my second float. And uh, I spent a year up there doing photojournalism and advertising photography and news photography and, and all that, learning all that fun stuff. Wow. I, I can't believe, like, they, they did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah wow. and the then you did a normal three year then uh after yeah. that yep um i spent an extra three well yeah three years after wow i mean after man during my four years they're like hey you're gonna get a um you're gonna get a navy achievement medal for this and this <laughs> and then you know but we're gonna wait till you go back from your deployment we're gonna wait right so, uh, I actually volunteered to stay behind my first deployment for a few extra months mm -hmm. and like, Oh wow. You know, I'm watching everyone I'm working with cause I'm doing stuff uh, where everyone I'm around is getting some kind of, you know, metal or, or a certificate or something like, Oh yeah, you're going to have a lot of stuff on your ear. It's going to look good. Right. Like, yeah. Whatever. I don't care. You know, I already earned, you know, you already said I'm going to get it. You're just adding more stuff to it to, you know, to make sure I get it. Yeah. And then someone comes up, you know, at this point, all of my uh, seniority already went back home. Okay. Except for one person. And that one person got my medal 
with everything I did on it. Oh. And when I called him out on it, he just said, dude, you're not re-enlisting. What do you care? Wow. Well, thank you for making the choice for me. Yeah. That's awesome. It's like, no. I still got like two years left at that point. All right. <laughs> that's, that's brutal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the whole unit disbanded. It's like, I still don't have a farewell plaque or nothing. Okay. And they, oh, man, they, they, they it was, it was weird. At least I was treated right for at least six months of my time right. <laughs> before they kicked me out without nothing. Yeah, exactly. Hey, thanks for playing. Bye. Yeah. It was like, Oh, you don't even have time for a health screening. You just have to leave. <laughs> well, that's how I remember my time in the Marine Corps. Right. Not bitter at all. No, no, I, I don't pick that up. That was a fun part about being a photographer because back then digital photography wasn't a thing. So when we're out on deployment, I've got the equipment or I had the equipment to develop film. So two Westpacs and the only film processing machine for 3000 people, I saw some pretty interesting things. So the, uh, you know, I got, I got hooked up quite a bit to keep quiet about the things I saw. <laughs> but what, what fun stuff are you doing now? Let's talk about the fun stuff we do now. I mean, you got, you got the Facebook show, you yeah. got the rings, you've got bowls. You, you feel you get the whim to do something. You can just do it. Yeah. Um, I do. I, there's times where I'll pop out to the shop at nine, 10 midnight and just make a bowl or, you know, a vase or something mm -hmm. it does it it helps with the anxiety and all that fun stuff um but i'll uh i don't even have anything within reach that i can show you but um yes yeah, i showed your your gallery earlier yeah. the video version is different than the audio version um it go ahead and then prop out your website if people would like to see that yeah, uh, my website is handmadebybrandon.com. My mom hates me, so she spelled uh, Brandon unlike anybody else. It's B-R-A-N-D-E-N. Um, but yeah, handmadebybrandon.com. It's got links to all my social media there as well. Um, but yeah, I uh, I do a lot with, well, I, I try to keep up with that as much as I can, you know, updating the web, web page and all that fun stuff. Updates come a lot more regularly to Facebook and Instagram with the new fun stuff that I'm, I'm putting out. But uh, yeah, then like I said, I do my lives every Monday on Facebook. And a while back, I decided I'm just going to do rings on Monday. So there's other times during the week where I'll pop on randomly and just, you know, turn a bowl. Um, I call Not that kind of bowl, the one you eat out of. Right. Yeah. Well, eat out of, you know, fruit bowls, things like that. Um, fruit bowl. I call those cereal bowls. You could use it for that. <laughs> you get a whole half box of cereal in there. Well, there you go. Get uh, the frosty flags mixed with uh, Lucky Charms. Right. Exactly. One bowl. <laughs> I am not going to Google to see if that's already a website, but if it is, no, two cereals, one bowl is way too similar to uh, another <laughs> website that I, I caught people with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> other fun stuff that I'm doing, like I said, I, I do a lot with disgruntled. Um, 
we uh we hold a lot of different events the last one we did was no shave november we raised about thirteen thousand dollars for vet catch um before that the well we've done spades tournaments uh last summer we did vet fest here in colorado springs uh where we raised money for 22 until none in the dv farm uh we're gearing up to do vet fest again on july 25th uh, is that going to be completely virtual or is that going to be uh um we're person? as of right now we're we're hoping and praying and, and hedging our bets towards an actual event okay um, but um there is some talk if we have to go virtual we'll we'll do something because uh, we do you know we're we're supporting dv farm and we're supporting 22 until none with this one so um you know we don't want to just go oh sorry we can't have our event you guys don't get the contribution um so i'm starting to gear up to actually start uh collecting items for the raffle to raise money through raffles and things like that so anybody that does handmade goods you know we're we're collecting those uh we try to make you know we focus on veteran businesses um another thing that i help disgruntled with is the um disgruntled entrepreneur group where it's veteran entrepreneurs getting together sharing ideas networking things like that um so yeah we're we're all over the place with that i stay busy how popular is the disgruntled rings um not as popular as we'd like yeah, because I know usually when people do that, it's like, okay, there's a 500 of these or there's a thousand of these. You just make these on demand? I make them on demand. Um, they're 150 bucks a piece. Honestly, I should be charging twice that for the amount of work and stuff that goes into it. But yeah, I, I was going to say, looking at it. Yeah, I, I, I really, I try to keep, especially that ring, I want that as accessible as possible. Okay. You know, because there's it, it means so much to me, and it means so much to Chappie and and the vets in you know in general. Um, and you know, I tell people, no, I want one, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just for vets. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, there's there's a huge vet tie to it, but civilians, people that have never served, they they suffer through anxiety and suicidal, you know all that so um you know i i want people to get this ring you know more than i want to make money from it so you know it means a lot plus i i do i you know 22 percent of my profits they go to veteran charity you know so it's either right now um it's either vet catch dv farm or 22 until none those are the three that i i rotate through Wow. Is that every order or is that every, like, like just, just everything after the year circulated or something? That's yeah. Uh, that's everything. Um, I'll typically, I'll do a donation once a quarter somewhere in there, get it all added up. So some quarters are better than others. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you chose that number 22, which is very, oof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not gonna go too much into it. I mean, you already mentioned one charity that 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 uses 22. People don't know what t- the number 22 means to the veteran community. Go ahead and Google it, and you're gonna be sobered up when you're done. 
Exactly. Read the description on my uh, my reminder ring on Etsy. It, you know, it doesn't go specifically into, you know, the meaning of 22, but it talks a whole heck of a lot about how to prevent it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I need a funny story. I need, I need something. Well, what's something that would never would have happened if you didn't start this business? Um, you give me a funny story or, or something really layarded. It could be you socking Chappie in the face. I don't care. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have probably never met Chappie. Um, you know, I found disgruntled through a sponsored ad on Instagram about VetFest. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was talking about, you know, hey, VetFest is, is happening. We're going to have raffles and donations. And I reached out and I said, hey, do you guys need more stuff? And he says, well, yeah. So I donated three carbon fiber rings custom made for VetFest to help raise money. Then um, we met up at, at Brass over here downtown, which is a, a veteran-owned brewery. And um, we started telling stories. And he he asked me about what I, I did in the Marine Corps. Well, I told him I was a photographer. And, um, you know... As veterans tend to do, we start telling stories about our time in, and he's still actually still active duty. Um, So he's still dealing with the crazy. But uh, one of my favorite stories was I was with General Heggie in um, Jordan, and he was going to meet the King of Jordan. And, um, you know, if, if you've ever seen pictures of the palace in jordan there's there's rings of walls uh the palace is basically on top of the hill and then you know every couple hundred feet there's a wall well you go in one gate you go a quarter of the way around one wall and go through another gate well we get through about eight different levels of security and the next the last one before you get through the final wall um there's a little tea house there and what they called it tea house where basically you wait so there's me and General Hagee and there's, you know, security and aides and everybody else that, that accompanies the Commandant of the Marine Corps on one of these trips. Well, General Hagee says, well, who can I take in with me? And the, the King's liaison says, well, you can take your, your aide and you can take your security guy. And um, I was like, well, didn't mention me. So I guess I'm sitting this one out. Then he says, well, how am I getting up there? Am I, are, are we driving or, or can I walk? And um, they said, well, if you really want to, you could walk. And uh, he said, I'd, I'd prefer to do that. So me being me and trying to accomplish the mission, <laughs> when they stood up to go to the palace, I stood up with them like I was supposed to go. And um, I figured, well, if, if I'm not supposed to be there, they'll stop. Right. We get to the get to the gate at the wall, and I'm like, "All right, well, they're going to stop me here." And um, they didn't. And then we had to get into the palace itself, and I figured, "Well, I, I made it through the gate. Maybe I can make it into the actual palace. Worst case, I'll get a couple pictures of the general in, in front of the, the palace, and I'll call it good." They didn't stop me going through the the door of the palace. They direct us into the the library to wait for the king to come out. 
And, and you're I'm, getting pictures every step of the way or? Oh yeah. I'm taking pictures the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's what I was supposed to do. Document right. what he's doing. And um, so we're standing there and I'm taking pictures and I don't, he didn't realize I was there. Um, but uh, this is some, you must be with a lot of people and not realize that you're there. I was really good at blending into the background. Okay. Uh, so King comes in. I'm the first person that the King of Jordan greets as he comes into the library. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know, I'm not supposed to be attracting attention to myself. So he shakes my hand and then he goes over and he greets the, the general and his wife and everybody else that's there. And he says, well, follow me into the living room and um, sit down and, and talk. Well, one of the, the big things with any of these diplomatic meetings is there's a gift exchange. And my main purpose in life with those meetings was to take pictures and, you know, document that gift exchange. And um, I did. They, they did their thing. They shook the hands. They did their little photo op for the King's photographer. And I'm, I'm over there, you know, zoomed in and taking pictures. And then security notices me. And all of a sudden, I see these two big Jordanian dudes come up. They, they're walking straight at me. I'm facing them. One guy hooks my left arm. One guy hooks my right arm. They pick me up about two inches off the floor and carry me backwards outside the, uh, or, you know, out of the, uh, the living room and to the door that I thought I was going to get stopped at. And they said, you're not supposed to be here. I said, okay, I'll go back to the tea house. Thanks. Well, on the plane that night, General calls me up. He's like, Sergeant O'Brien, I, I, re- I really wish you would have been there because that was a really neat thing for me to experience. I, that's the first king I've ever met. And um, I said, well, actually, sir, I've got a CD with the photos on it. He says, did you get that from the king's photographer? I said, no, sir, I was there. And he says, how? What? I said, that's what you pay me to do, sir. I, I got the pictures and I got out. He says, how did you manage that? They said I could only take, and I told him, you know, what I just told you. And he just laughed. And actually, when he presented me with his with the, the plaque, he told that story because he still, you know, couldn't believe that I pulled off sneaking into the palace of the King of Jordan to get pictures. <laughs> so that was a, that was a fun time. I uh, look back and think, well, I, I probably could have caused an international incident of some sort, but nothing ever came of it. And I got I the job. I think you're used to it at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good time. I only brought the essential people, including my photographer. Right. Well, he didn't even realize I was there because he, he was so used to seeing me mm-hmm. that I like I, said, I blended into the background. You know, I, I wasn't in uniform most of the time. I was usually in a suit and tie. Um, and I just snuck around and took pictures. Wait, how do you afford a suit and tie on a Marine Corps pay? Um, when you become, well, when you go to headquarters Marine Corps as a photographer, you actually get a, well, 20 some years ago, we got a clothing allowance for it. Okay. Because so, I got a clothing allowance, but yeah, it wasn't no, like that. No, My clothing allowance was not enough to pay <laughs> for, because uh, 
as you were as well, um, and during the uniform switch in like oh three and oh four. Yeah. My clothing allowance didn't <laughs> they didn't cover that. No, no, that was a lot of out of pocket on that. Anyway, so um uh do you have any other stories or or anything you want to get out there before we end this? Um yeah, I mean just Oh, we talk about rings, but what else do you work on? What what else do you want to like 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 get out there? As far as rings go, as far as anything that you're working on or want to get out uh, there. Um, no, not, um, not saying this is popular. I'm just saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, rings are they're they're my main focus. Um, also, you know, oddball stuff here and there, you know, bowls and you know whatever art pieces that I come up with. But I mean that the rings are my bread and butter you know i do custom stuff i've got my i've got a couple designs that i I have up on etsy you know the reminder ring i've got my marine corps ring um that i actually you know like i said earlier i've got sand from iwo jima that i use in that marine corps ring um i forget what other designs i've got up there right now but um yeah anything if it can be cut crushed or shaped i can probably make it into a ring uh, which is a challenge at times because people come to me with some crazy stuff. Um, but I can usually find a way to make it happen. What's a crazy that you can talk about? Mm-hmm. What's the craziest thing people came up to you with wanting a ring out of, made out of? Um, so not so much crazy material, but like crazy design wise. Um, I've got one ring that I made. It was a, it was for a wedding ring and she wanted dinosaur bone and meteorite. Well, she didn't want the dinosaur bone crushed. She wanted it solid. Well, the process to get this dinosaur bone inlaid was mind numbingly difficult um, because it was the final thickness was like a mil, 1.2 millimeters thick. And I had never done any work shaping stone before so i get into a couple lapidary groups i'm like hey guys how do you do this they said well it can't be done it's too thin it'll shatter um so i was like well i I just got paid you know crazy amounts of money to make this ring i I gotta figure it out so i made one for myself to figure out the process and once i figured out the process i did it for her ring Um, so i've actually still got that ring for myself because it's freaking crazy um but it's <laughs> it's called agatized uh dinosaur gem bone and um it's not an easy material to find um the meteorite's actually a lot easier but uh yeah dinosaur bone was definitely the biggest challenge so far but as far as like crazy stuff you know most people would think cremated remains are crazy um but I do, I, I do quite a few memorial rings, whether it's pets or people or, or whatever, you know, somebody wants to carry a loved one with them, you know, that's a way for them to do that. So at any given time, I've got at least two dead people in my workshop, which is weird. <laughs> at, least, at least someone's there, you know, keep it. Yeah. Up. I mean, they only talk to me once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and uh, shout all your stuff out one more time. Yep. Uh, if you want to find me, I am at handmadebybrandon.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook, handmadebybrandon, 
YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. It's all handmade by Brandon. It's uh, I'm fairly easy to find. If you're on any of the disgruntled pages, you'll find me on those. Um, like I said, I'm part of the team that runs disgruntled entrepreneurs. So if you're a veteran or veteran spouse that has a small business or even a big business, you know, we'll do everything we can to help you grow and learn there. Um, if you're a veteran, you know, and you're having problems, reach out, you know, there's always going to be somebody there to help you out. So that's me. <laughs> you know? And of course I'm Toten from Toten.com, medialittersandwich.com. And you can find this all sorts of places. If you think, yeah, anyone that would get a, a kick out of this, could be a craftsman's, could be veterans, could be people looking for a unique wedding ring or or collectibles. Uh, I'm sure other people would love to hear about Brendan and his stuff. Go ahead and share this with me. That, that, that's a, the biggest help I can get, and it's big help for him. And all the charities we mentioned, it helps. It, it really does. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our discussion, and may the algorithms be in your favor. And the next episode of Media Litter Sandwich. So I'm Chappie, the uh, one of the owners of Disgruntled Vets, and then this is my wife, Al. Yeah. Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is the uh, president of the board of Disgruntled Vets, and yeah, we we've kind of uh, we kind of do everything. If you guys have seen us on Facebook, we're one of the larger Facebook pages now. 